0: The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God the Father, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Good morning. It is the Lord's Day. Um, I I love the fact that today is St. Kuriaki's Day, which Kuriaki in Greek means the Lord's Day. So it's uh, St. Kuriaki's Kuriaki. I, I I like those kinds of things, and when I find them, I always like to take note of them. Forgive me. And today again, uh, as uh, the Church has for centuries, and as we have done for decades, we began the Divine Liturgy by saying, "Blessed is the Kingdom." And you will note that I said, we began the Divine Liturgy. We started the Divine Liturgy, not Father Nicholas started the Divine Liturgy, or whichever of us clergy people happen to be celebrating. I said this distinctly because the work of the Kingdom is the work of all of us people, not just of us clergy people. And so therefore... What we do today is all of our work. Our Lord, right from his own mouth, commanded us all to seek that kingdom, that kingdom that is blessed, to seek that kingdom first before we seek all other things. A good friend of mine has said recently, if we don't seek the kingdom first, we don't seek it at all. Unless that cause despair in your heart at the fact that you may not have sought the kingdom first, know for certain that the king himself is seeking you. The king himself came to seek you first. And the very kingdom of God is seeking you. You are being sought even if you are not yet seeking. Let that sink in. So what then is our work this morning? What then is our work every time we gather and every time we hear, blessed is the kingdom? Our work here is to taste and see the beauty of the kingdom and of its king. And having seen it, and having tasted it, to love it, to love it, and to act upon it. And what we love, that we will always seek first, first and always. When we are captured by love for someone or even something, whether it's good or whether it's bad, when we are captured by love, We do not have to manufacture an enthusiasm for that which we love. It is as if a tractor beam of affection draws us toward the object of our love. Engaged couples seldom have to be persuaded into one another's company. It is as if there is that tractor beam of affection that draws them together and i don't ever remember a wedding where we had to force the couple to kiss at the end although i do remember times where we had to call a time out <laughs> in the interest of us ever getting to the reception we are drawn naturally to that for which we have love by nature we are drawn to what we love. Here again, whether it's good or bad. And we seek what we love. How lovely is our Lord and if we could only truly see Him, how then that would change us. How lovely is His kingdom. How lovely is the beauty of His house if we could only see it. Yet to see our eyes must be clear. Before the great entrance, we at the altar lift our hands and we pray, let us who mystically represent the cherubim and who sing the thrice-holy hymn, lay aside all earthly cares. As I have said before, and been said before by so many others, we must unload. If you want to get to heaven and watch eternity unfold, you must unload. You must unload. If we clear our eyes and our minds for just an eternal moment, if we forget the balancing of the checkbook, or at least put it on the shelf, it's not that we have to throw it away or burn it or give it up, we need it when we come back, But if for just a moment we put such things on the shelf in another place, if we put on the shelf the repair that the car needs, the report that our doctor gave us, and especially in this time the passions of politics and conspiracy theories, if we put them all on the shelf before we came here to this place, If we unloaded them just for an eternal moment, what might we see? Unloaded all and just for an eternal moment, we become, we are like the birds of the heaven. If we have laid aside the cares of the earth for that heavenly moment that we are in now, we are, it might be said, in a holy way, careless. Sine cura. we are in a holy way, the careless ones. For in heaven, there is neither worry, anxiety, nor care. If we so soared for this moment, what a lovely sight we should see we would see and know that the Lord who loves us has provided everything we really need. As he has for birds and flowers, he has provided us with, as our old service used to say, life, breath, rain, food, and all things. All things needful. I still remember that sometimes today in the liturgy. Life, breath, rain, food, and all things. That is what we thank him for. When we encounter him, we receive everything. When we didn't really seek him and his kingdom, when we fell, he even provided himself for our salvation. He laid down his life for our salvation that which we could not do. When we could not lay down our lives, he laid down his. When we really see how he first loved us, he wins our love. That sacrifice wins our love. You would have to be a tree stump not to fall in love with Jesus. Don't be a tree stump. When we encounter him with faith, we receive everything, everything we need. It's sufficient, and it's all beautiful. It is a matter of perspective and focus. True love for another has a property of transcendence about it. One transcends everything else when one is in the presence of the object of love. Love gets you out of obsession with yourself, and it focuses you, focuses you clearly on the one you love. Survey the cross and the one upon it, and you will see transcendent love that's love from Him for you, for you personally, for you corporately, and for those far beyond the borders of this place. We receive him personally because he loved us personally. He sees you from his cross. He went to the cross because he was seeking you. He sees you from the throne of his heaven, and he went there because he wants to bring you there. And that is why he sees you there and seeks you there from here he sees you with the eyes of love and the more we see him and the more we love him the more we will be drawn to his kingdom first this is not a cognitive thing this is not uh, cognitive behavioral therapy where you uh, or uh, or or any other form of therapy where you, where you are making lists of things and thinking You know, gee, I need to think more like this. I need to think more like this. Just do it. Just turn to him. Just look at him. Don't talk about it. Do it. And when you do, you'll fall in love. The more we are drawn to him and his kingdom, we begin to seek it even more. Make no mistake. The more you see and seek, the more you will be changed. Love changes us. Love changes. Have you ever noticed how many old couples, and I especially have a fond memory of this with my mother and father, how many old couples start talking with the same inflection and vocabulary of their spouses, sometimes even gently completing sentences when the other one kind of lags. Not interrupting, but gently completing and fulfilling. Yeah, not like Tom Cruise saying, uh, you complete me. You know, it's uh, but I mean really completing one another. That's the way love works. Like Ruth said to Boaz, your people shall be my people and your God my God. to become one, we may become one. If we really see one another and love one another, we may just become one. That's the way love works. We are changed by what we love. If we fall in love with the Lord and in his kingdom, we will be changed by it. If we love him, we might just start talking and acting like he does. If we hang around with him long enough, like the old couple, we just might end up talking like one another. And we might end up doing like one another. We might start living a Sermon on the Mount, kingdom kind of life. And the world might know that we are Christians by the love that we have for one another and the love that we have for our neighbors. As St. Herman of Alaska said, you cannot save what you do not love. If we loved our neighbors, we might change the world. If we fell in love with the king and his kingdom, if we started here and now, good day to do it, good moment to do it, here and now, right now, don't think about it, don't just make a list, Don't talk about it. Don't stress about it. Don't grouse about the fact that you haven't done it until now. Start now. Do it. We just might change the world. So in faith and love, let us draw near to him, for he loves us more than we can ever know. To the glory of him who sees us as we are and loves us still the same. Amen.